Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Luke's English Podcast. It's actually November the 5th here, and uh, I'm just uh, going to tell you some things about Halloween in this podcast. Uh, so I'll be talking about um, you know, Halloween and what people usually do at Halloween, and some of the story behind the Halloween festival and exactly what it is. Uh, I'll also be talking about November the 5th, which is also an important uh, day in the calendar here in England. We celebrate um, Guy Fawkes Night on November the 5th, and there's an interesting story behind that as well, so I'll, I'll tell you about that too. Also in this podcast, um, we're going to listen to a bit of stand-up comedy, and uh, you're going to learn some interesting expressions using the words up and the words down. So uh, cultural information, bit of entertainment and some genuine language learning opportunities for you. Isn't that fantastic? Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. So um, Halloween. Now, um, as you know, probably uh, Halloween falls on the 31st of October every year and it's a kind of traditional festival which is celebrated in many different countries around the world. Um, we, we celebrate it here but it's, it's not quite as um, important a day here in England as it is in uh, America. Um, in fact many British people think that Halloween really is, is more of an American uh, invention or an American festival. Uh, we tend to celebrate November the 5th um, I'll talk about that a bit later. But what's Halloween all about? Well, we do do it here. We do celebrate it. Um, and let's see. Well, it's rather complicated because there's a bit of history to it. Uh, basically, before I go into the history, Halloween is, is a, a kind of generally something that children enjoy in Britain. And uh, it's kind of a chance for kids to go out and sort of celebrate basically the the end of summer and the beginning of winter um but they they do it by um using bits of kind of horror imagery symbols that represent kind of scary things so you get lots of pumpkins with scary faces spiders skeletons you know demons dracula that kind of thing and um kids have little parties where they they dress up in different costumes uh, like horrible costumes of ghosts and skeletons, and typically will go in their neighbourhood and they'll knock on people's doors and go trick-or-treating, which is basically a way for them to just kind of knock on the door of a neighbour and they say, trick-or-treat, and the neighbour has, has two options. Either they, they can give the child or children a treat, which is typically some sweets, you know, um, or um, they choose trick, and in that case, the children then play a trick on 
that person in some way. And often it will involve some kind of practical joke, like maybe spraying them with, um, with, with some silly spray or, um, I don't know, playing another trick on them, you know, doing something like um, uh, splashing water on them or something like that. Usually quite mild tricks. Um, so that's trick-or-treating. Um, so that, that's it. But um, the, the, the kind of, some of the background information, I'm just going to read some things to you from Wikipedia, the slightly unreliable online uh, encyclopedia. Basically, Halloween, as it says here, is an annual holiday observed on October the 31st. Uh, yeah, October the 31st, if you say it properly, like that. Um, and uh, it has its roots in the Celtic festival of Samhain, I think, and the, the Christian holiday All Saints Day. But these days it's largely a secular celebration. So not really a religious holiday, but it has its, its roots in kind of religious festivals. Um, so common Halloween activities include trick-or-treating, wearing costumes, attending costume parties, carving jack-o'-lanterns. Now in America they call them jack-o'-lanterns. In here we just call them Halloween pumpkins. Um, ghost tours, bonfires. A bonfire is like a large fire that you'd have in a garden or in the park. Apple bobbing. That is like a little game where you put apples in a big bowl of water and then you have to try and catch the apples with your teeth and pull them out. And the, the person who gets the most number of apples uh, is the winner. Um, and um, um, telling ghost stories and watching horror films. So some of the history to Halloween. Um, let's see. Um, now, so basically... I think it comes from the ancient Celts. Now, the Celts were a kind of race of people who lived in Great Britain and Ireland, probably more, more Ireland, I think, um, certainly after, you know, Britain was invaded by people like the Normans and the Vikings and so on. But um, the ancient Celts basically believed that uh, there were two halves of the year. You had the light half and the dark half basically kind of summertime and wintertime right now they they believe that um it's on the border between the light half and the dark half of the year which falls around the end of october the beginning of november at that time the kind of border between this world and the spirit world becomes very thin right and it allows spirits both harmless like playful, harmless spirits, but also harmful, scary spirits to pass through. So it's kind of when we get close to the spirit world and some of the spirits come through into our world, right? Um, now, basically, traditionally, this, this was a time where families, ancestors, so the, the, the sort of uh, spirits of uh, dead relatives, uh, were invited into the, into the house and welcomed, but the, the dangerous, harmful spirits were kind of warded off or scared away, right? And um, uh, people believe that uh, originally people started to wear scary costumes and, and masks as a way of trying to um, scare off uh, the harmful spirits, okay? Um, so as well as that, as well as kind of wearing these masks and using symbols to frighten away the, the scary spirits, uh, people had these big bonfires, um, which um, kind of represented some acts of cleansing. 
using fire to kind of cleanse the evil spirits away. Um, and um, so then, I guess, more and more as that festival was celebrated, it's become kind of commercialised, really, uh, you know, in these days, particularly in America, that's what a lot of people say, it's very commercialised. So you see all the shops are filled with, um, you know, toys and masks and costumes and pumpkins and things like that. Um, trick or treating is something that I used to do when I was a kid, and it was quite fun, really. We'd get dressed up um, in different costumes, wearing our masks, and then we'd go walking... Um, we go walking around the neighbourhood, knocking on doors, saying "trick or treat," and of course, people would generally give us some sweets and things. And actually, when you think about it, it's um, it's it's quite a, it's really a, a great day to be a kid because suddenly all the people in your you know in your neighbourhood are willing to just give you free sweets and free candy, um, and so that's quite an amazing day, really. So that's that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, it's not such a big festival here in the UK. And it's more of a big deal in America. And here we tend to celebrate uh, November the 5th, actually, around this time of year. And November the 5th is also called Guy Fawkes Night. And basically on November the 5th we celebrate um, the, uh, the death of a man called Guy Fawkes. And he wasn't a hero here. He was actually a bad guy. And um, he basically tried to um, he tried to kill the royal family and um, the the prime minister of uh, of Britain um, by blowing up the houses of parliament uh, there was a plot which is called the gunpowder plot where guy fawkes and his his men planned to use um, uh, dynamite to um, blow up Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament in order to kill um, the royal family. Now, the reason they did that was because they were Catholics. And at that time, there was a lot of conflict between uh, the Catholics and the Protestants in Britain. Um, and we had a Protestant royal family. And the, the Guy Fawkes, who was a Catholic terrorist, actually, decided that he, he wanted to have them killed. Um, so... Now I'm just um, I'm having a look at it uh, on Wikipedia actually right now. I'm going to tell you some details of the story. So here we go. Guy Fawkes Night, which is also known as Bonfire Night, is an annual celebration held primarily in Great Britain on or around the evening of the 5th of November. Uh, festivities are centred on the use of fireworks and the lighting of bonfires. Some former British colonies also celebrate the date. Um, historically, the celebrations mark the anniversary of the failed gunpowder plot of the 5th of November 1605. The date was originally made a public holiday in England by the Anti-Catholic Thanksgiving Act of 1605, which was later repealed in 1859. So basically, uh, Guy Fawkes Night originates from the gunpowder plot of 1605, which was a failed conspiracy by a group of provincial English Catholics to assassinate the Protestant King James I of England and James VI of Scotland and replace him with a Catholic head of state. The survival of the King was first celebrated on the 5th of November after Guy Fawkes left in charge of the gunpowder placed underneath the House of Lords 
was discovered and arrested. Um, so ever since that day, we've, we've celebrated um, the, the capture of Guy Fawkes. Um, and actually, when he was caught, um, he was punished uh, because he committed one of the greatest crimes that you can commit here, which is attempting to, to kill the monarch or the, the, the king or queen. And back in 1605, it was quite a brutal time. So um, he, Guy Fawkes was hung, drawn and quartered, which is a particularly horrible act of punishment. And uh, as well as obviously trying to punish uh, him for doing what he did, it was a kind of uh, warning to anyone else in the country that they shouldn't try and do something similar. And to hang, draw and quarter basically means, first of all, Guy Fawkes was hung by the neck. So they you know, hung him up with a rope by his neck until he was almost dead. Um, they didn't kill him, but they nearly killed him by hanging him. Then he was, he was uh, taken down and he was drawn, which basically means that his abdomen, his, his stomach was cut open and his guts were pulled out. It's disgusting, isn't it? But this is a Halloween podcast, so what did you expect? Um, he, he was, his stomach was cut open, his guts were pulled out, and um, then finally he was quartered, which means that he was cut into four pieces. That's right. His head was removed, and then he was cut into four pieces. And those bits of his body were then displayed in various public places around the country. For example, on spikes on um, Tower Bridge. Uh, so really horrible, actually. Um, really, really horrible thing for us to remember. And now every year we have a bonfire, and typically we will burn a kind of um, effigy of Guy Fawkes, and that would be like a, uh, like a kind of, uh, what would you call it, sort of um, a representation of Guy Fawkes. So typically it would be like a man made out of old clothes and old bits of newspaper, and we put him on the bonfire and burn him as a way of celebrating the fact that Guy Fawkes was caught and he didn't manage to kill the king in 1605. We also have... Um, fireworks, big firework displays. So if you're in Britain on November the 5th, you will notice lots of big firework displays, and that's because we're celebrating Guy Fawkes Night. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, that's, that's my cultural information there about uh, Halloween and Bonfire Night. Um, now then, I think uh, what we'll do is listen to a bit of stand-up comedy. Now, uh, one of my favourite comedians from America is Jerry Seinfeld. Now, you might know the TV show that he was in a few years ago, which was called Seinfeld, which was about his everyday life, basically. He, as well as being famous for his TV show, he's also a great stand-up comedian. And um, one of his CDs, which you can purchase from Amazon and from lots of other uh, websites and shops, it's a great CD. I highly recommend that you buy it. It's called I'm Telling You For The Last Time, by Jerry Seinfeld. So I highly recommend it. I'll put a link to the Amazon page where you can get it. And I'm going to play you a little clip from it where he talks about Halloween. So have a listen to this. Um, this is Jerry Seinfeld talking about Halloween. Uh, when we have finished listening, I'll explain some of the details for you so you can understand it perfectly, just like a native speaker. Okay, so here is Jerry Seinfeld. And when you're a kid, you can eat an amazing amount of food. And that, all, just candy. That's all I ate when I was a kid. The only thought I had growing up was get candy. 
That was my only thought in my brain for the 10 years of human life. Just get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy. Family, friends, school. These were just obstacles in the way of getting more candy. That's why you have to teach kids not to take candy from strangers if they're playing in a playground. And they can barely understand it. Don't, no candy from strangers? All right, candy, strangers, no candy. All right, because otherwise I'm taking the candy anywhere I can get it. They're such candy moron idiot brains. Just this man has candy, I'm going with him. Goodbye, I don't care what happens to me. Get candy, get candy, get candy. No, don't go. They'll torture you. They'll kidnap you. It doesn't matter. He has no Henry. I have to take that chance. Get candy, get candy, get candy. So the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you're a kid, remember the first time you even heard about it? It's like, your brain can't even... What, what is this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy? Who has who given out this candy? Everyone that we know is just giving out candy? I gotta be a part of this. Take me with you. I, I wanna do it. I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. I'll wear anything I have to wear. I'll do anything I have to do. I will get the candy from these fools that are so stupidly giving it away. So the first couple of years, I made my own costume. They, of course, sucked. Ghost, hobo, no good. So I'm begging the parents, you got to get me one of the ones from the store, the cardboard box, the cellophane top. So one year, third year, finally got it. Superman costume. Not surprisingly. <laughs> Mask included in the set. Remember the rubber band on the back of that mask? That was a quality item there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was good for about 10 seconds before it snapped out of that cheap little staple they put it in there with. <laughs> Thinnest gray rubber in the world. You go to your first house, trick or snap, it broke, I don't believe it. <laughs> Wait up, I gotta fix it, you guys. Come on. Wait up. That's a good thing. Wait up. Kids don't want other kids to wait. They must wait up. You wait up. Because when you're little, life is up. You're growing up, everything is up. Wait up, hold up, shut up. Mom, I'll clean up. Let me stay up. <laughs> Parents, of course, just the opposite. Just calm down. Slow down. Come down here, sit down, put that down. You are grounded. And keep it down in there. So I had my Superman Halloween costume. I was physically ready. I was mentally prepared. And I assume when I put this costume on, I would probably look exactly like the Superman I had come to know on television and in the movies. Now, you remember these costumes. It's not exactly the super fit that you are hoping for. You look more like you're wearing Superman's pajamas is what you look like. It's all loose and flowing neckline kind of comes down to about there. <laughs> you, know, you got that flimsy little ribbon string holding it together in the back. Plus my mother makes me wear my winter coat over the costume anyway. 
call Superman wearing a jacket. So you're going out there, you know, and the mask keeps breaking. So the rubber band keeps getting shorter. I'm keep, makes, it gets tighter and tighter on your face. You can't even see. You're trying to breathe through that. Remember that little hole that gets all sweaty in there? And the mask starts slicing into your eyeballs. I can't see. I can't breathe. We got to get the candy. Let's keep going. About a half hour into it, you take that mask. Oh, the hell with it. Bing bong, yeah, it's me. Give me that candy. I'm Superman. Look at the pant legs. What the hell's the difference? Remember those last few Halloweens? Getting a little too old for it. Just kind of going through the motions. Bing bong, come on, lady, let's go. Halloween, doorbells, candy, let's pick up the pace. And uh, come to the door, they always ask you those same stupid questions. What are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along with the Three Musketeers? I got 18 houses on this block alone. You just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the routine. Let's just pick it up. Sometimes they give you that little white bag twisted on the top. You know, that's going to be some crap candy. <laughs> it's got to have those official Halloween markings on it. Hold it, lady. Wait a second. What is this? The orange marshmallow shaped like a big peanut? Do me a favor. You keep that one. <laughs> yeah, we got all the doorstops we need already. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going for name candy only this year. And I think about how I used to eat when I was a kid. How I would, I remember Halloween, I would get, you know, I would have like a punch bowl and I would fill it with candy. The top of it would be curved. That's how much candy would, I would consume that entire punch bowl that night. Next day, feel fantastic. Okay, now I hope you followed that and I hope you found it funny. If you didn't follow it and you didn't find it funny, that's okay because you're learning English. You might not be able to understand it first time. Uh, so what we're going to do now is I'm going to take you through what he said bit by bit and explain it in little bits of commentary, okay? So hopefully then you'll understand everything. I will put a transcript of what he says on the website. Look how generous I am. How generous am I? Very generous, yeah? I don't know why I'm doing it sometimes, you know? But anyway, I'm just, I, I guess I'm just, um, you know, I'm just a dreamer. Really, you know, I'm just a dreamer. I'm living the dream. The dream, and what's the dream? It's Luke's English podcast. I think you're sharing that dream with me right now, aren't you? You know, you know, you are. You can feel it. I can feel it too. Right. Let's get down to business. Now, the thing, the uh, Jerry Seinfeld bit. Let me play you little bits of it and explain it for you. Okay, you ready for that? Of course, you're ready for it. Let's go. And when you're a kid, you can eat an amazing amount of food. When you're a kid, you can eat amazing amounts of food. You can eat a lot more when you're a child than you can when you're an adult. For some reason, when you're a child, you can just eat and eat and eat. But when you're an adult, it makes you feel sick. And that all just candy. That's all I ate when I was a kid. And you can just live on candy. Candy, of course, meaning sweets. We call it sweets here in England. Sugary things. You can just survive on candy when you're a kid. The only thought I had growing up was get candy. The only thought in his head was just get candy. 
That was his, his single objective when he was a child. That was my only thought in my brain for the 10 years of human life. Just get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy. Family, friends, school. These were just obstacles in the way of getting more candy. Family, friends, school. Just obstacles in the way of getting candy. An obstacle is something which blocks you. So uh, if you're trying to get somewhere and there's an obstacle, you need to go around it or go over it. That's why you had to teach kids not to take candy from strangers if they're playing in a playground. Parents always teach their children, don't take candy from strangers, okay? And they can barely understand it. Don't, no candy from strangers? All right, candy, strangers, no candy. All right, because otherwise I'm taking the candy anywhere I can get it. Kids don't understand the idea of, what, don't take candy from a stranger? Because that's a crazy idea to them. Because obviously they're just obsessed with getting candy, right? There's such candy moron idiot brains. Just this man has candy, I'm going with him. Goodbye, I don't care what happens to me. Get candy, get candy, get candy. Kids have moron idiot brains. Like they can't think because the only thing they want to get is candy. So they're, if, even if it's some dangerous man is offering it to them, they will just go for it because they're just thinking, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy. No, don't go. They'll torture you. They'll kidnap you. It doesn't matter. He has no Henry. I have to take that chance. Get candy, get candy, get candy. Don't go, they'll torture you, they'll kidnap you. And he said, no, uh, I have to go. He has an O. Henry. I'm going to have to take that chance. So an O. Henry is an American candy. And he's saying, I'm going to take the risk of being kidnapped because getting an O. Henry is more important. So the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you're a kid, remember the first time you even heard about it? It's like, your brain can't even... What, what is this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy? Who, who is giving out this candy? Everyone that we know is just giving out candy? I gotta be a part of this. Take me with you. I, I wanna do it. I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. Obviously, he's referring to the costumes, and he's saying that kids just wear the costumes because it means they can get candy, right? So if that's all they have to do, then... Yeah, of course they're going to wear costumes if it means they're going to get candy because of it. Yeah, sure. I'll wear anything I have to wear. I'll do anything I have to do. I will get the candy from these fools that are so stupidly giving it away. So the first couple of years, I made my own costume. They, of course, sucked. Okay, the first couple of years, he made his own costumes, and they, of course, sucked. If something sucks, particularly in America, if it sucks, it means it's really bad. So he made his first few costumes, and they sucked. They were really bad. Ghost, hobo, no good. So I'm begging the parents, you've got to get me one of the ones from the store, the cardboard box, the cellophane top. He's saying that he, he begged his parents, or he, he really strongly asked his parents to buy him um, a costume from the store in a cardboard box with a cellophane top. Cellophane means like a plastic cover on the top that you can see through. So like a, a proper costume in a box with a plastic top on it. That's what he really, really wanted from his parents. So one year, third year, finally got a Superman costume. Not surprisingly. Mask included in the set. 
Remember the rubber band on the back of that mask? That was a quality item there, wasn't it? He's talking about the rubber band that you used to get on the back of Halloween masks, these plastic masks that had a, a grey rubber band on the back. And the rubber band was always really bad quality, like really weak. And so he's making a sarcastic joke saying, remember the rubber bands? That was a quality item, wasn't it? So obviously it, he's being sarcastic because they weren't quality, they were terrible. It was good for about 10 seconds before it snapped out of that cheap little staple they put it in there with. <laughs> Thinnest grey rubber in the world. You go to your first house, trick or snap, it broke, I don't believe it. Wait up, I gotta fix it, you guys! Come on! Wait up! That's a good thing, wait up! Kids don't want other kids to wait. They must wait up. Now this is interesting because he's talking about language. He's talking about the difference between saying wait and wait up. Now really, in terms of meaning, there is no difference. If you say to someone, wait and wait up, it doesn't really make a difference. Maybe wait up is more informal sounding. But just adding the word up, it's, it's not really changing the meaning that much, but wait up is a bit more informal and probably something that children tend to say rather than adults. But it's interesting that he's noticed that, I guess. You wait up! Because <laughs> when you're little, life is up. You're growing up. Everything is up. This is funny because he's saying that uh, when you're a child, everything is up. And it's interesting for us because he starts listing lots of uh, expressions that use the word up. And he says that these are all related to childhood. And somehow, when you're a child, everything is up. You know, you're growing up um, and so on. Uh, but it's interesting, this bit, because he lists lots of expressions with up. Um, so let's see. Let's see what he says. Wait up. Hold up. Shut up. Wait up just means wait. Hold up also means wait. And of course, shut up means be quiet. Mum, I'll clean up. Mum, I'll clean up. Clean up means to make things clean, right? So you can say clean up the kitchen, meaning make the kitchen clean, right? Let me stay up. Stay up means um, not go to bed. So if you stay up late, it means that you... You don't go to bed. So, like, children always beg their parents, please, can I stay up? Please, can I watch this thing on TV? <laughs> parents, of course, just the opposite. Just calm down. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Come down here. Sit down. Put that down. <laughs> you are grounded. Now he's talking about the fact that parents, though, for parents, everything is down. So calm down, put that down, sit down. You're grounded. Now, if someone's grounded, it means um, that the child has done something wrong. And as a punishment, the parent says, you can't leave your room or you can't leave the house. So typically you could say, you know, you're grounded for three weeks. That means the child has to stay in. He can't go out with his friends. He's, he has to stay in, maybe in his room for like three weeks or something. You're grounded. And grounded obviously means it's kind of down because the ground is on, it is, is on the floor, right? So it's down as well. It's quite a funny joke, really. And keep it down in there. Keep it down in there. Keep it down just means 
Be quiet. Don't make too much noise. Keep it down in there. So I had my Superman Halloween costume. I was physically ready. I was mentally prepared. And I assume when I put this costume on, I would probably look exactly <laughs> like the Superman I had come to know on television and in the movies. Now, you remember these costumes. It's not exactly the super fit <laughs> that you are hoping for. Not the super fit that you're hoping for. So basically saying that when you get these costumes as a child, they don't fit very well. In fact, they're a bit loose. They don't look very realistic, not like Superman. You look more like you're wearing Superman's pajamas is what you look like. It's all loose and flowing. Neckline kind of comes down to about there. <laughs> you got that flimsy little ribbon string holding it together in the back. Plus, my mother makes me wear my winter coat over the costume anyway. I don't recall Superman wearing a jacket. So you're going out there, you know, and the mask keeps breaking. So the rubber band keeps getting shorter. I'm keep, make, it gets tighter and tighter on your face. You can't even see. You're trying to breathe through that. Remember that little hole? It gets all sweaty in there. And the man starts slicing into your eyeballs. I can't see. I can't breathe. We got to get the candy. Let's keep going. And a half hour into it, you take that mask. Oh, the hell with it. He's saying you get so frustrated with the fact the mask keeps breaking that you just grab it and you go, oh, to hell with it. So to hell with it is the sort of thing you'd say when you give up and you'd probably throw the mask on the floor. Oh, to hell with it, because it keeps breaking. Bing bong, yeah, it's me, give me that candy. I'm Superman, look at the pant legs, what the hell's the difference? Remember those last few Halloweens? Getting a little too old for it. Do you remember those last few Halloweens? Getting too old for it. So he talks about when, you know, you were still trick-or-treating, but you're probably too old to do it. And so, really, when you get to that age, really, you're not very innocent anymore. You're quite cynical. It's just, just give me the candy, you know? So it's very funny, I think. Just kind of going through the motions. <laughs> Bing bong, come on, lady, let's go. <laughs> Halloween, doorbells, candy, let's pick up the pace. And... Let's, let's pick up the pace. That means let's get faster, let's do it faster. Pace means speed, basically. So let's pick up the pace means let's do this faster. You come to the door, they always ask you those same stupid questions. What are you supposed to be? <laughs> I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along the Three Musketeers? So what are you supposed to be means uh, what are you trying to be or what, what is your outfit? What's your costume supposed to be? And then he says, I'm supposed to be done by now. So that means I should have finished by now, right? I'm supposed to be done by now. I got 18 houses on this block alone. You just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the routine. Let's just pick it up. This is like a, a, a trick-or-treater 
talking like an adult, you know, like talking like a serious adult. So it's like, come on, you hit the bag and we'll hit the road. That's the deal. So to hit the bag obviously just means to, to put some candy in the bag. And um, hit the road means to, to leave, basically. It means to go, to hit the road. So you just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the deal. Sometimes they give you that little white bag twisted on the top. You know, that's going to be some crap candy. They give you that white bag twisted at the top. So that's probably like a white paper bag, uh, which has been twisted at the top to kind of close the bag. So he's saying that when someone gives you a white bag, a white paper bag that's been twisted at the top, it's probably going to contain some really bad candy, some really crap candy. Um, and what you want as a child is like um, candy which has been bought in a shop, you know, in a, in a good plastic bag with maybe like Haribo written on the side, like a good brand name candy. And if you get candy in a white paper bag, it's probably going to be homemade or something and kind of really bad quality candy, crap candy. It's got to have those official Halloween markings on it. Hold it, lady. Wait a second. What is this? The orange marshmallow shaped like a big peanut? Do me a favor. You keep that one. <laughs> yeah, we got all the doorstops we need already. Thank you very much. I think he said a yellow marshmallow candy that looks like a big peanut. So that must be some American kind of really cheap piece of candy. And he said, no, thanks. We've, we've got all the doorstops we need. So he, he means that he wouldn't eat that candy, but he'd use it to, to keep the door open. He'd use it as a doorstop, something that you put under the door to keep it open. Um, yeah, so. We're going for name candy only this year. <laughs> and I think about how I used to eat when I was a kid. How I, would, I remember Halloween, I would get, you know, I would have like a punch bowl and I would fill it with candy. The top of it would be curved. That's how much candy would I would consume that entire punch bowl that night. Next day, feel fantastic. So again, he's talking about how, as a child, you can just eat so much, and even if it's just candy, and you feel fine. Like, now, as an adult, if I ate a whole bowl of candy, I would feel really sick, and I'd probably feel awful the next day. I'd have, like, a candy hangover or something. Um... So, so there you go. That's, that's the end of uh, Jerry Seinfeld's bit of stand-up. I hope you liked it. And uh, you can find the transcript to that uh, on the webpage, which is http colon forward slash forward slash www.teacherluke.podomatic.com. That's it. Or just simply Google Luke's English Podcast. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Just Google Luke's English Podcast. So thanks a lot for listening to that, folks. I hope you've had a very lovely Halloween period. And uh, you can expect to hear from me in uh, the not-too-distant future. Thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I don't know why I'm talking in an American accent now. I guess it's just kind of appropriate considering we've been talking about uh, Halloween. So... Uh, that's it for me here at Luke's English Podcast. It's been beautiful. It really has. Happy Halloween, and uh, God bless all you folks out there. Thanks a lot. Good night. Bye, 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 bye. 
Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For a transcript for this week's episode, just visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.